I wanted to open our word in the Bible in Luke chapter 1, 67 to 74 and the 79th verse. Luke chapter 1, 67 to 74. Is, is my word, is my, am I clear? His father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied saying, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets, who have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to perform the mercy promised to us, our fathers, and to remember his holy covenant. The oath which he swore to our father Abraham, to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. Verse 79. To give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. To guide our way in the path of peace or in the way of peace. If you want to title it, you can title this word the path of peace. The message of Christmas for this year is on the path of peace. Amen. So, how many of you are thankful that God's word promises us peace? How many of you are thankful for the word of God? And if you are thankful for the word and if God has come here to speak forth and to give his peace, then don't be stiff. Don't be very serious in the church. We are a fun-loving church. Amen? And not on the couple of days before the Christmas, I want serious faces. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen. So, be vigilant, listening, but not with serious faces, but with a joyful heart. Amen. God's word is promising us that there is a path of peace for God's people. Why is peace so important in our lives? When you see the Bible, in the Old Testament, in Numbers chapter 6, 23, when God blesses His people, He says, May the good Lord bless you and keep you. May His face shine upon you. May His countenance be lifted towards you. May He be gracious unto you. And may His shalom or peace be upon you. The final part of God's blessing was peace. Because peace is so important upon not only Christians or not only so-called coming to church or not only religious people, but to every person on earth, what is most important thing in their lives as we live on this earth is something called the peace. How many of you say that you love peace, that you want peace in your life? There are two groups of people sitting here tonight. One who are, have peace. Number two, one who don't have. There might be another group who know about peace, but still walking in peacelessness. The only person in the Bible who is peaceless and restless, his name is called the devil. The Bible says in the book of Job chapter 1, when you see the devil appearing before God, 
The Bible says before that he was walking to and fro on the earth. He was restless. He was running to and fro. Especially, I, was, I asked myself and I was asking the Lord, why was devil so troubled? The devil was so troubled because he saw Job, a servant of God, who believed in God, was walking in tremendous peace, living in tremendous peace. What makes the devil mad when you and I living in tremendous peace? What makes the devil happy when you and I are battling always, struggling always, and when you and I are always walking in fear and doubt and unbelief, and when you and I walk without hopelessness, and when you and I walk about discouragement, that is the time the devil is happy. But tonight, the Christmas message is such that God's people are going to walk in peace and we are going to make the devil mad. We are going to trouble the devil because there is peace promised for God's people in the house of God. Deva makaka, deva samadhanam, kathavu vagdhanam chedhanal, pishashana, inna hallelujah, prandu vidikyam bodhna, nindya prandu vittu water, shodhanam. Ranat Bonge, the great man of God said, it is not a mad gospel. It is not a mad news. It is good news. We have learned in religion, in whichever religion that you are coming forth, whether Christianity or any other religion that you are coming forth, you have learned that God is a God who punishes. It is not a mad gospel. It is good news. Punishing you is not good news. It is bad news. That's why it is good news because Jesus Christ was punished for your behalf and for my behalf. Oh, come on somebody tonight. There is no punishment to the one who believes. To the one who believes, the, my Bible says, there is therefore no more condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. He has eternal peace. The Bible says he is the person who is led by peace. Hallelujah. He has peace that surpasses all understanding. He has great peace, the Bible says. Bible says those who live in the Spirit, their life and peace, the one who received Jesus when the Holy Spirit of God, the most powerful person, the Trinity, the God Himself come and reside inside of you. It is peaceful life. Hallelujah. So it is not mad news. God is not here to insult you. The gospel of Jesus Christ, it is not to insult people. It is to bring peace, joy, and hallelujah, power into your life. That's why it's called good news. God is not here to insult you. God is here to build your life. God is here to reestablish your life. God is here to restore your life. Hallelujah. That's why peace is so important. In Psalm 122, verse 6 to 9, the Bible says, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem, that the city shall be with, the city shall be peaceful, that there shall be peace within the walls of Jerusalem. Although it is speaking about the nation of Jerusalem and God's people were tonight, on a personal level, God desires. Peace to be in our Jerusalem, in our families, in our houses, in our church. And the Lord says, pray for peace. Come on. In the Bible, when you look at, there is something called Antichrist, false Christ. 
And the Bible says he brings false peace. That is a peace that he tells that he'll give you. But when you, when, when, when after some time, it, 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 you, you, will, you will live a life. He will promise you peace, but, but he does not keep his word. When the Lord promises peace, he keeps his word. Because he's not antichrist, he's the true Christ. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Tonight, hallelujah. Don't lose your peace. Look at two people and say, don't lose your peace. Jesus has come to give you peace. Hallelujah. In Psalm 120 and verse 7 says, When I speak about peace, they speak about war. Can you put that on the screen for people to see? Psalm 120 and the 7th verse. The Bible says, When I speak forth of peace, they are ready for war. Can you put that on the screen fast? Psalm 120 and verse 7. Or somebody read it for me, please. I am for peace, but when I speak, they are for war. When I speak of peace, they are ready for war. When I speak of peace, they are ready for war. What is the war of the devil? The war of the devil is designed. The devil is determined to war against us. The war of the devil is designed to take away our peace. When you decide to live in peace, immediately... The devil, like a roaring lion, come to take away your peace. When you are ready for peace, the Bible says, devil is ready for war. When you decide that, okay, I've come to church, I'm going to go with the peace of Jesus Christ, immediately the devil is sending people. He is making plans to war with you, to disturb you, to irritate you, to stop you from... Look at how the devil is so mad to see God's people or anybody living in the peace of God. He is ready for war to those people who wants to walk and live in peace. But tonight I want to tell you, the Lord has established a path of peace through the finished work of Jesus Christ. When Jesus Christ died on the cross 2,000 years ago, when he came and he said, I love my people so much that I will die for them on the cross. I will shed every drop of my blood. I will nail every peacelessness. The Bible says the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. What is Jesus came to establish his kingdom? His kingdom is right now here. That's why I'm preaching with boldness. I'm preaching with courage. There is peace available for you. I'm not coming with a plastic peace. I've come. I know when I preach on the peace of God, there is a supernatural peace that will destroy every situation that you are facing and that is troubling your life. And God will establish peace in your family, in your life, in your territory, in your borders for the glory of Jesus Christ. This is the Christmas message. There is peace available to those who believe. There is shalom, which means not just peace of mind, it's wholeness. Hallelujah. Every area of your life shall be full of peace. Hallelujah. When we have the peace, the devil loses. This is a peace zone tonight. If you are here tonight, every war zone will be turned into peace zone. 
Every trouble will be turned into peace. This is not war zone. By the time that you entered in this place, every war is over. Hallelujah. Every battle has been won on the cross and I'm appropriating. My words is appropriating the heavenly peace into your life. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm commanding that peace over you. When we walk in peace, when Jesus was with the disciples over a storm, he and his disciples thought they will take a you know, nice ship ride into the other side in the Sea of Galilee if you've been there. And while they were crossing, there was a storm. And the disciples became so agitated and afraid and doubtful. And the Lord said, why did you doubt? Because they thought they're going to die. And they said, don't you care, Lord? Don't you know? What we, we, we are going through. It's always a good idea. When you don't have the answers to awake the Lord. <laughs> the Bible says Jesus was sleeping. Anybody who has got authority. Will sleep amid storm. Oh you didn't get that. Anybody who has got authority in their lives. Can sleep peacefully. Amidst the greatest storm of your life. I am speaking about such a kind of peace. To able to sleep well amidst the deepest and the most craziest, most deadliest storm that is battling against your life. You and I can sleep in a pillow without unaffected. And Jesus said, peace, be still. And their entire territory became peaceful. When you and walk in peace, hallelujah. When you and I declare peace, the devil loses his authority and control over your territory. Oh, come on somebody tonight. Hallelujah. You need to look at your family, your job, your work and command peace. Hallelujah. Ninda bhavanate, yenda bhavanate, ninda business name, yenda business name, ninda sisrushe, yenda sisrushe, noki, samadhan kalpikimbol, pishasina vende, hold maripoya. The devil loses his hold. Hallelujah. There is nothing wrong in making some noise. The lion sometimes, you know, in the jungle, he just get up and make some noise. Not that he's hungry, just to tell everybody around the territory belongs to us. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. How many lions in this house tonight? How many lions in this house tonight? How many lions in this house tonight? Hallelujah. They roar. That's why we praise the Lord. Amen. We are crazily obsessed with our authority that God has given us. Praise the Lord. Praise is a sign that the enemy has lost. We praise because of this peace. Amen. There is one person in Judges chapter 6, 23. The first time you see the Lord revealing Jehovah Shalom or Jehovah peace is to a man called Gideon in, 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 in Judges chapter 6, 23. And the moment he came to announce it, uh, uh, see what the Lord the word that the Lord said there. He said, and the Lord said unto him, Peace be unto thee, fear not, for thou shalt not die. 
Here is Gideon who is facing an enemy that has been taunting his family for some time, for years. How many of you here can see and recognize an enemy that has not only taunted your parents, your grandparents, but it has come to taunt your life? How many of you have seen sickness, cancers, that has not only taunted your family, but now it has come to battle with your body? How many of you are here seeing failures that has not only taunted your grandparents, your parents of four generations back, but has come to taunt your life too? How many of you are here facing with a marriage issue, a deep, painful process of divorces that has taunted, that have seen that pattern not only in your life, but in various people in your family, and now it is screaming towards you. How many of you are here who have gone through a financial crisis? Whatever you're doing, nothing is happening. There is no peace in the job. One job you get it, and then it loses. Next business you get it, then you lose it. You're not able to move in a pattern of God's favor. There is always a block. There is always a breakage. You can find your life similar to one of Gideon. He is going through that kind of a season. When he is ready to take his harvest, when he is ready to take his fruitfulness, when he announced this time is, this year is the year of victory, here again the enemy comes and taunts him and steals from his life. And then God appeared to him. God appeared to him, long story short, as Shalom, as the God of peace. When he gave that issue to the hands of God, hallelujah, God intended, hallelujah, indeed, gave peace back to him. How many of you are tonight, you are willing to give your issue to the Lord, and indeed, God will give your peace back to you. How many of you say, Lord, take it, and the Lord said, take it, hallelujah, there is going to be, as a time of shift tonight. This is the voice of peace. God is speaking as the voice of peace. Some of you are feeling your weight lifted up. It's not because of Pastor Chaco's voice. God speaking through my tongue tonight. Hallelujah. I am the angel designed to speak to you. Hallelujah. God hallelujah, is releasing his voice through my heart through my mouth and God is stilling that storm in your heart in your life tonight and he said to him peace be unto thee peace be unto thee hallelujah my voice is the voice of peace the Lord is saying the moment the Lord opened his mouth some calmness came into the soul of Gideon and then exact next verse he said do not fear when God's peace comes, every fear leaves. When God's peace comes, it has God's love in it. It casts out every fear. God's peace, hallelujah, is, comes from the heart of God's love. Oh, hallelujah. That's why he is against peacelessness. The heart of God is against peacelessness. The heart of God so loves you. He wants to cast away. He wants to destroy the power of peacelessness over you. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. And then he says, thou shalt not die, which means peace prolongs life. It takes the authority of death away from you. Stress kill you. When I was praying tonight, I saw people coming in this church with stress. Stress. The stress that kill you. 
But tonight, in the Christmas week, or the Christmas month, God is saying, they're born a Savior. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest and to peace to those who dwell on earth. Come on. Peace to all men. Oh, you didn't get that. Luke chapter 2 and verse 14 says, Peace to all men that dwell on earth. Not just for few people. Peace to all men that dwell on earth. One of the versions says, Peace to my favored. Hallelujah. How many of you know that you are favored to receive God's peace tonight? Favored to receive God's peace tonight. Hallelujah. You have to first understand that God favors you. Not because of what you have done, but because of what He has done for you on the cross. The first thing that God wants you to establish in your life is peace with God. Because Jesus died for you on the cross 2,000 years ago, He shed every drop of His blood. God said, I'm going to reestablish my relationship with you. Now you can enter boldly and call me above Father in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ has come to reestablish your relationship with the Father. Hallelujah. You are peace with God because your sins are under the blood. Your sins are forgiven. You don't have to carry the burden of your sin till that you have committed till tonight. Every sin has been nailed on the cross 2,000 years ago. All that you are required to do is to believe and to receive it. It is the free gift, the free gift of righteousness, the free gift of peace, the free gift of joy. Just believe that he has died for you. The moment you believe there is a peace that is established, the peace with God. And the Bible says there is long life there. When you have this peace, there is no fear. Hallelujah. Are you here with me, church, tonight? Blessed be the name of the Lord. Miracles came to a peaceful man. Gideon needed miracles. How many of you here needed miracles tonight? Miracles came to the peaceful man. That's why you have to establish your relationship with God. You have to come to God, not to be insulted or punished, but to know that He is your King. He is your Lord. He is your Master. He loves you so much that He does not want to leave you from this hall. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Without peace. Pastor, I came for a miracle. That's why I'm speaking about peace first. If you are peaceful, miracles will flow into your life. Hallelujah. It was a peaceful man that stepped into God's future. Or the God-given future. It was the peaceful Gideon that stepped into the greatest purpose God has kept for him. There were other people in Gideon's time who still understood about this peace. But they only had a head knowledge. They did not step into the God-given purpose. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Head knowledge will not get you in. Heart knowledge will get you straight up into the appointed peace God has given you. Hallelujah. Praise God will release you into that peace. Hallelujah. So it is not coming to a church. That's why sometimes on a Christmas day, everybody likes to come to church on a Christmas. Everybody likes the peace on a Christmas. But that's why you should not just 
believe for peace on the day of Christmas. He gave you peace 2,000 years ago to live in peace in every day of your life. You have to step into that peace right now and never leave that zone. Never leave that peaceful life for the rest of your life. Hallelujah. How many of you are happy tonight? God has granted a peace for the rest of your life. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. In the New Testament, in Colossians 3.15, the Bible says, Peace rule in, not in your mind, but the peace rule in your hearts. It's not the head knowledge, it's the heart knowledge that, hallelujah, make you win every battle. You have to go back here with this knowledge that peace of God will rule my life. One of the versions says, the peace of God is the referee. When I go out of the, hallelujah, zone of peacelessness, there is a referee. <laughs> Come back to my peace. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Some of you, hallelujah, step outside of God's peace. God is saying, <laughs> Come on somebody tonight. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Pastor, what are you doing? It's there in the book of Zechariah that sometimes God whistles to get your attention. See, till now, whatever attention you didn't give me, suddenly you gave me. <laughs> Hallelujah. So what is this path of peace? That's why we are getting into. God promised us when the verse 79 of Luke chapter 1, He says He will lead us in the path of peace. In verse 79, the Bible says in Luke chapter 1 verse 79, just to uh, uh, rehearse your memory, hallelujah, shining on those in darkness, those sitting in the shadow of death, then showing us the way, one foot at a time, down on the path of peace. Hallelujah. Every where did the Lord brought peace? Every day, to those who are in a demonic shadow, those who have been threatened to be finished, those who have been threatened to be killed. Hallelujah. God is saying, I will release a peace over them. Amidst every threatened, amidst every fear, amidst every darkness, amidst place where you are feeling threatened hallelujah and bullied the lord is saying i will bring peace you will be guided in peace you will be guided imaged in peace you will work walk in peace christmas time usually at the end of the year is the time where people you know especially for a pastor you will see many stressful people because they had a dream for that year Many people have seen some of it coming to pass. Some of them have not seen nothing. Some of, some of them are along the line, lost their way and have come out on a Christmas day for some mercy. Some of them, so, so many different moods that you go through. So many stresses and amidst that, God is saying, I will give you peace. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If I give you what is the stress level tonight out of 1 to 100 or 1 to 10, Close your eyes for a minute. Just close your eyes and see what is your stress level. 1 to 10. Just, just, be, just be very realistic and just be, let, it, let, it, let us not play church. Let, let us be very realistic. This is a realistic place. 1 to 10, what will my stress level tonight? Open your eyes. Exactly, that's it. That's it. The number that you saw is exactly. Some of you are there, right there in, on 9. Hallelujah. 
I, I, you know, I don't want to embarrass you and say, one, stack, raise your hands, two, raise your hand, three, stir. But if I want a quick answer, everybody, I said, nine, raise up your hands, most of the church will. Hallelujah. Before I meditated on this word, I was on a nine. So don't worry. Don't feel embarrassed. You are better than me. Hallelujah. Your peacelessness will be related to these four categories. You will see that these are the four categories, maybe for you to remember, four P's that will take you, taking your peace. Number one, place. What is the place that you were defeated before? For Moses in the Bible, it was Egypt. The last time he was in Egypt, he was defeated. He murdered somebody. He lied. There are so many things. He's fled in fear. How many of you are here when you think about a place, maybe in your office last time you were put down, you, you were asked to step out of your, of your office, uh, 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 of your uh, uh, job. Maybe some of you in family that you were totally uh, uh, put down, you were fe felt ashamed and you were, you, 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 you were totally misunderstood. So there are places that when you go, it, it reminds you of a certain kind of uh, restlessness. But tonight, God wants to give you a miracle and God wants you to lead you in the path of peace amidst places that has been against you tonight. Hallelujah. Some of you see that in Moses' life, uh, you know, it was Egypt where he was thrown into the wilderness. Sometimes there are certain pictures of places that is taunting you. But tonight... Sometimes it's a hospital for somebody. Came with a bad report. The doctor said, oh, you have a cancer. I don't know where is the place. Maybe in your kid's education. When you gone there, he says, your, kids, your kid is the worst kid in the school. I mean, there are places. Hallelujah. But today, Lord wants to heal you. In places. Because when Moses thinks about the past, he's thinking how he became a murderer. Some of you, I don't know what is going through your mind. But the peace of God brought him back to that place again. There is come back tonight to the place you were defeated. God is going to bring you back once again to give you victory and peace there. Come on somebody tonight. The previous places where you were Totally dejected and rejected and defeated. God is not going to leave you. He's going to bring Moses. Go back to Egypt and stand before that Pharaoh. And declare the glory of God. Let me tell you tonight. Some of you are going to stand before your bosses. Before your nation. Before the places that you were rejected. You are going to stand before the very people. And going to declare what the Lord has done in your life. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. The peace of God that is a come back. Hallelujah. Amen. Some of you might be thrown into an unhappy marriage. But the peace of God is going to bring your family together. You're going to, going to lead you in the path of peace. Hallelujah. Amen. God says, I've opened a path for you. I'm going to tell you tonight. Number 2P is the peace. The peace. Oh, that is for Bangalore City. Busy, so busy. I'm so happy some of you turned on, turned, I mean, for at least for the Christmas service. Because our peace takes our peace. So busy, no time for anything, Pastor. 
My life is stealing time so much. I'm doing for everybody so little for me. You don't have time to hug your child for important things of life. Some of you have become so busy that you have lost the sense of what is important. And some of you have become busy and it's killing you because you are unpaid, unrewarded, and you feel that you are important. That's what busyness can do. The more you try to be accepted, the more you go the opposite direction. Or you accept it in one place, you're rejected in another place. You give more time for busy schedule, your wife will give you a cold shoulder. <laughs> How many of you are here tonight? How many of you think it's time for a holiday, Pastor? Amen. Only one person wants a holiday. May God bless you, brother, wherever you are. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He said one more holiday. Again, he said, Amen. So still, people are still keeping quiet. You can't ask the Lord. This church, the Lord is there. Say, Amen. There's nothing you're going to lose saying five Amens. Praise God. I told an Amen like this when my pastor told me about years back. And said, if anybody wants to go to Europe, say, Amen. I, I was only 18 or 19. I said, Amen. Amen. Praise God. I went twice to Europe. I'm still trying to find out any places that is there that I've not visited. Come on, somebody tonight. Hallelujah. God can open doors if you put simple trust in Him. Huh? Even for a holiday, He cares to give you, Hallelujah, holiday, Hallelujah. Amen. A peaceful holiday, not to fight in a holiday. Some people take a holiday, spend money and go and fight in Europe. Pastor, I have never, you know, found the beauty of fighting before the beautiful mountains, you know. Don't do that. Number three is the P that takes your peace. It's problems that is persistent. The problems that you're struggling to solve and to find a solution, maybe physical, maybe you're so tired up, there are areas that you're given up. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you are people like that? that one problem not leaving, maybe financial. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. To the point that you have already decided that this Christmas and this busmas and all, nothing going to help me. Bakwas. Pastor Bakwas. <laughs> because you already decided that you're going to handle it with your strength. You already decided how you're going to handle it. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you are so much of pain and there's so much dejected. They've come to the wit's end that no preaching can help you. But I tell you tonight, I can't help you tonight. My preaching can't help you. But the person who I'm telling you in my preaching, his name is Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, who can lead you in peace tonight if you believe it. Hallelujah. Put your hands together tonight. Give an offering of clap and praise to the Lord and say, Jesus can help you tonight. Victory by the blood of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah.
And number four, certain people. Number P, the people that takes your peace. Certain people's face comes in, your peace goes. Amen. Everybody say, same pinch, pastor, same pinch. But tonight, Lord told me that 2019 now, the day, this moment onwards, you're entering into 2020, and to those who believe for the rest of your life, God is about to send people who is going to bring peace and joy. People are going to add. People who will help you, promote you, take you into the next season of your life. Come on. I pray and believe for good people to fill your life. Receive it. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. These are four Ts. If you can peace identify. These are the four Ps that can take your peace without you realizing. That these are the things that you suddenly realize. Oh my God. These were the four Ps that were regulating my life. My peace was determined upon these four. But your peace should not be wasted in somebody else's hands. Amen. Christmas is challenging us. Christ is born to challenge us. And to tell you what the real peace should be. This is Christmas. The Lord has come and born into the world. And wants to be born in your hearts tonight. And to challenge you. And to tell you in this difficult, troublesome world. What is to be a Christian. And what is to be Christmas. A child of God. That can walk in the real peace of God. When Zachariah was prophesying this Luke chapter 179 we were just read. They were expecting, the Jewish people were expecting peace. And for Zechariah, verse 74, peace was what he, in verse what, chapter 1 and verse 74, Zechariah, the Jewish people understood peace from, peace, peace as to grant us that we being delivered from the hand of enemies might serve him without fear. For Jewish people, peace was the Lord delivering us from the hand of enemies. How many of you praying, Lord, save me from my circumstance. Save me from my oppression. Then I'll have peace. Save me from poverty. Then I'll have peace. Save me from this relationship issue. Then I'll have peace. But tonight, a shift in perspective. In verse 79, he said, it's not from, but he visits me in my circumstance. Come on, somebody tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. I don't have to wait to be delivered from this issue. But while I'm under this issue, while I am at that issue, I can have peace. Oh, hallelujah. This is something that took me years to understand and to understand love. I always thought I will have only peace if the Lord deliver me from something. So I'll fast, I'll pray, I'll seek the Lord. And then I understood while I am facing it, I can still have peace. The Lord will meet me, hallelujah, in peace, in the midst of it, hallelujah. How many of you want that kind of a peace? Praise the Lord. You know what is the thief of our peace? It's a perfect world. Perfect schedule. Some of you, what is peace for you? You say, 
Pastor, I'm praying to arrange my life in certain way that, you know, I will experience, uh, you know, uh, uh, a life from these kind of stressful people or stressful events. And God will change, you know, all this, you know, and everybody will just at least act for a few days, you know, and reciprocate or act in such a way that, you know, it will just guard my peace. How many of you say that? How many of you find peace in a perfect, it's a perfect world? Everybody say nice things about me. My children will wash my dish. The husband will make my coffee. Pastor, it's been 50 years. <laughs> and that peace has not come. <laughs> Thank God I understood it early. <laughs> but the Lord said, I will give you the path of peace. In Isaiah 9, 6, Jesus Christ is called the Prince of Peace. The Lord or the prophet did not say the Prince of your convenience. He did not say the Prince of your ease. The Prince of your comfort. The Prince of your preferences. He said, he's the Prince of your peace. When we say peace, we think things has to happen at our convenience. Everybody have to line up with what I think that is right. Everything will be at ease. My preferences would be met, but it's impossible to experience peace when you are expecting perfection. Hallelujah. Now let's see Jesus on the Christmas day. How did he answer this peace? And when you look at angels declaring peace, it was not in a perfect setting, but an imperfect setting. How many of you are tonight have an imperfect setting? And I want to tell you, in your imperfect setting, God can still give you peace. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Look at the, where the peace came. In the manger. Very unlikely place. A lot of dirt. God's peace came. Oh, wow. To shepherds, very unlikely people, God's peace came. In an unlikely place, because, you know, the shepherds are always on the move, always busy with the sheep. Thank God, their peace came. That encourages me as a pastor. When did the peace came? At midnight, when they had a problem, in the darkest of place, angels came to announce glory to God in the highest and to peace. Oh, come on, somebody tonight. To all men, hallelujah. Hallelujah. It was in the imperfect settings of our lives that God is bringing perfection. Hallelujah. The angel said, the enemy of our peace is always perfection. Somewhere along the line, we think everybody has to be perfect. Look at the Lord, how he came. He did not come as a deliverer, as a young baby. He came as a dependent. The Lord did not come as the one who was full of power. He came with pampers. The peace of God does not come in the way you expect it to come. Hallelujah. Amen. The Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. 
only has that peace. And only if you receive that peace, if you receive that Jesus, you can have that peace. Come on, somebody. This kind of peace, only Jesus has it. Hallelujah. You can only walk in this peace if you know Jesus. Oh, come on. In the most imperfect setting, look at God coming as man, God coming as baby, the very God who is holding the entire universe coming as a dependent and the very God who is holding and created you and me is coming in the form of a man in diapers. If you and I, we would have died in depression. But as a young baby, he still had peace. Hallelujah. So if you are going to live in peace, you have to surrender your perfection to the Lord. Every day, hallelujah, praise the Lord. You need to say, hallelujah, I'm not going to live in a perfect world. But even by things are imperfect, I'm going to walk in peace. I'm going to step my foot in peace. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's not that he will deliver me from it. He meets me in it. Praise the Lord. Even if he has not delivered me, I'm going to walk. Hallelujah. Every step that I make, God's peace is there. He's going to meet me in it. Hallelujah. Peace is not found in a place or in found in a, uh, you know, how good the circumstances. Or peace is not found when the things are problem free. He meets you in it. He fills me in it. That's why there are so many people who has got problems. Why they are bold as a lion. They have a faith of a mustard seed. Little but strong. They are praising like a lion. And roaring like a giant. Because they know this Jesus. Not because their problems are not they have problem free. Because they know this Jesus. God keep on filling me. Hallelujah. He meets me. He will guide us with light in the valley. He will not take the valley, but he meets me in the valley. He will take me through it. He's not going to remove it, but he's going to take me through it. I will not fear. Bible says in Psalm 23, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear because he meets me in it. He is with me. He has gone before me. He is there right next to me. He will not leave me alone. The God of peace will not leave you alone in the midst of a problem. Glory. Hallelujah. I am at the peace on the path. I have the peace on the path. Not because I'm going through it, but I'm not alone. I'm the assurance that somebody is there. I know he is there. I know. How many of you can say, I know. Not I know in a Christmas. No, I know in the January 1st week of Hallelujah. I know. He said, he will never leave me nor forsake me. We make spiritual prayers. Are you there? Don't dare. Just don't say. He said, I will never leave you. Don't make this prayer. Lord, don't leave me alone. He will not. He said, he's not. Don't make those stupid prayers. He said, I will never leave you. You have to say, 
in troublesome moments, I thank you, Lord. You will never leave me. You will be with me till the end of the age. Hallelujah. You are for me. You are not against me. Hallelujah. Look at the path of... Are you getting this church? Are you, are you, are you being blessed this morning? Evening. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at the path for Jesus. The path to peace for Jesus. God sent His Son, His only Son, Jesus, to break the eternal cosmos, to enter into a creation, to become the most imperfect being. He comes in front of a desperate people, desperate place. Isn't it amazing? Not in an Airbnb, but in a cold night he's born. Look at, look at, look at where Jesus is born. With Mary, a young girl who's not even married and carrying the child by the Holy Spirit. Look at what all she has to face. Her stepfather, Joseph. And as a young man, he has to face to take this baby everywhere. And people are looking. (laughs) (laughs) What is that love for? You are carrying somebody else's baby. Look at the imperfect setting. Jesus has to come being born. And then later in his life, look at in the garden of Gethsemane, he's suffering for you and for me. And he's saying, is there another way? And he's going through the most darkest valley in John 18, one, the Kidron Valley. It's called the Dark Valley. He's moving through that. Look at the path the Lord took so that you and I have peace. Look at the Lord and said, He is the Prince of Peace because He has gone through it and He can give it. Hallelujah. He purchased peace from the hands of the enemy and He can give it to those who want to believe it. He knows what it is to go through this. He was led through this hell and we would die in the hands of sinful men. He defeated the enemy. Hallelujah. That He would come in weakness and die in weakness. To become our strength. Come on somebody tonight. He born in weakness. Died in weakness. So that when you and I call. In situations. Where you and I go through. I know the one. Who can defeat the enemy. And make me strong. If I'm going through hell, the one who defeated hell is stronger. If I go through peacelessness, the one who purchased peace, defeated every restlessness and peacelessness, he can give me this peace in it. Sometimes when we go through weakness, you know, I don't know what you identify the source of your strength, you know. When you identify the source of your strength, you will identify the source of your peace. What makes you strong? My source of strength is Jesus. My source of strength is not the church. My source of strength is not my money. My source of strength is not the ministry of preaching or ministry. My source of strength is nothing else. Jesus called me. He set me apart. When he called me, me and Jesus were alone. Hallelujah. And I know the source of strength. Hallelujah. It's nobody else. Hallelujah. But him himself. Hallelujah. 
That is why you don't want to give people the authority of your peace. If you think that it is this people that brought in the stress, and if I want to be stress-free, this people have to leave my life, then you will never be stress-free. You say, I have to have a change of people to have peace. In other words, you're saying, it is this people that is determining my peace. Don't ever say that. Because those people or somebody worse than that will always appear in your life. You don't want the people to control your peace. You don't want the people to act in certain way so that you can keep your peace. They will never act in that way. Trust me. They might act one day, but the next day, they'll pull you down. Oh my God. What did the angel say? He said, Fear not, in Luke chapter 2 verse 7, Fear not, for I bring good tidings of great joy. What did the angel say? Fear not. Look at two people and say, fear not. Are you getting something tonight? Are you getting something? The first thing that they experienced by the announcement of Jesus and his birth was fear. Isn't it amazing? In other words, the real peace will pass through every fear. When they were announced that Jesus was born, suddenly, when they saw the angels, suddenly, a lot of fear. But then that fear passed through the peace that came afterwards. I am not saying that you'll be free from fear, but your fear will, your peace, your fear will pass through this peace. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In other words, the real peace will pass through, sorry, the real peace will pass through every fear. If you want to know what your greatest peace is, go through the greatest fear. I remember when Dipti had a third bleeding for my third child. And Dipti told me and she, she was fainted and she said, we've lost the baby even before we reached the hospital. She was bleeding like a tap. And she, 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 she lost her consciousness because of the amount of blood that is gone. She was unconscious in the, uh, 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 in the bathroom. And I went through the deepest fear that I've lost my third baby. But while I'm driving 10 kilometers in that traffic block, and I was saying, Ram I felt the peace. Hallelujah. I felt the steep peace coming into my heart. Whether I doubted then, Lord, it's your peace. But again, assurance, God was speaking to me word after word, word after word, word after word. When the scan came, the baby was alive. The doctor said she was dead, but the scan came out. Hallelujah, the baby was alive. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. It passed through every fear. Bible says, on earth, glory to God in the highest and on earth, there is peace. The peace is on earth, not from the earth. Come on. Devatinda samadhanam ee bhoomi la vannirikinna bhoomi la 
ഭൂമി തരുന്ന സമാധാനം ഇറ്റ്സ് എ ഹെവൻലി പീസ് ഓ കം ഓൺ സംബഡി ടു നൈറ്റ് വി ആർ ലുക്കിംഗ് ഫോർ ദ പീസ് ദറ്റ് കംസ് ഫ്രം എർത്ത് ഹി സെഡ് ദ പീസ് ദറ്റ് വിച്ച് ഇസ് ഓൺ എർത്ത് നോട്ട് ഫ്രം എർത്ത് ദിസ് പീസ് നോ ബഡി ഓൺ എർത്ത് ക്യാൻ ഗിവ് ഇറ്റ് ടു യു ആ കം ഓൺ സംബഡി this peace can given to you only by the prince of peace jesus christ himself the loving god if peace came from people people can take it away if peace came from situations situations can change and take it away you don't want to peace that comes from a promotion because one day you're demoted your peace will go you don't want the peace that comes from circumstances because the circumstances change you will lose your peace you don't want the peace to come from a good feeling because tomorrow there'll be a bad feeling and lose your peace but the peace that comes from heaven the peace that is comes from jesus nobody can take it away come on somebody tonight come on that is the peace that i'm promising on the season of christmas the peace that comes down from the earth, not from the earth from jesus himself that does not proceed from earth that is given to that's why jesus peace i give it to you not like the world gives the world can give peace and it can take it away but i give you peace nobody can take it away oh, hallelujah are you with me church tonight nobody can take it away the path of peace i'll say a few more words before we close it and we close our eyes the path of peace how to practically experience it in your life some of you think pastor we understand the spiritual way god deals it. but on the practical practical level how does this word apply you have to know that you have to find that he will give you peace in the process look at somebody and say he will give you peace in your process some of you say you know pastor these are the one two three things if they get out of the way this people this place this space i like peace i'm running all around to find out the missing pieces that's how, how that's how we think we are so perfectionist we say lord lord take this person away out of my life How many of you know the Lord has a sense of humor? Answer to your prayers, he'll give you three children that make you running. <laughs> Come on, somebody. All three children will teach you an aspect of peace. Amen. Praise the Lord. Children's mother also can teach you. That's just it. but learn to take peace in pieces come on somebody learn to take peace in pieces i don't want to wait for every situation to be peaceful to be happy if i wait till everybody is going to get along i'm not going to have peace if i'm waiting for peace in a prescribed perfected manner not going to have peace if my want to have peace by 
oldest son getting up and making him his bed and younger son helping his mother to clean the kitchen and the younger daughter praying with you, they're not going to bring peace. You need to thank the Lord when one of those child is standing with you and praying. You say, thank you for this peace. You have to thank the Lord when your spouse is standing with you and ministering. I thank you, Lord, for this piece of peace. You have to learn to appreciate the pieces, the peace in the process. Come on, somebody. How many of you here say, Lord, I thank you. At least I don't have peace in all places, but I can see peace in one place. Hallelujah. I can please in one area. Thank you. I thank you. I thank you. When you do that, the peace will be multiplied into other places. Come on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Are you with me? Don't wait for everybody to get along. Some people are get along. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Snatch that moment and celebrate that moment. Come on somebody tonight. Look at somebody and snatch the moment. Snatch the moment and celebrate it. Now, I'm going to say the last few words to, for conclusion. Zechariah in chapter 1 and 79 verse did not say, He will show us the path of, to peace. He will show us the path to peace. It's not the path to peace. He said the path of peace. Path to peace means peace is out somewhere. Some of you say 2019, after 2019, Pastor, a peaceful 2020. At least this 19, this season is passed by. No. Calendar will not fix your chaos in your life. You will see somebody to irritate you in 2020. Praise the Lord. Don't believe it, but in case. So you can't project your peace on a certain place, a plan, or people. Because it's not, the Lord promised it's not the path to peace, but the path of peace. When God came from heaven to born of the virgin in the manger, wrapped up in clothes, He did not show us the path to peace as a future event. He showed us the path of peace. Path to peace is a future event. It might happen. If certain things are more out of the way, it's not like that. It's the path to peace. It is not when I get a job. That's not path to peace. That's not what God said. Or when I get more money, that's a path to peace. It's not when I get my degree. It's not a someday peace. Or one day it will appear. That's not. It's a path of peace. What does that mean? Every step I take, He's with me. Oh, hallelujah. Every step I take, He's with me. Every decision I make, He will not leave me. Every mistake that I mean, hallelujah, He's still working me. Hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah. Every time I make a mess out of my life, He will not leave me. He'll work in me to bring it to complete. He is, oh, come on somebody tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. I am not waiting for it. Hallelujah. Every season of my life, I command it. 
because I can't make it alone. Every step it's a path. There is a path that is available, that is revealed by the Prince of Peace because He lives in me. When the obstructions are there, I still walk believing that the obstructions that are above me will come below me. Come on. <laughs> come on, somebody. Somebody, the Lord is saying, tonight, the obstructions that are above you, if you take that step, it will come below you. Hallelujah. That's a path of peace. Hallelujah. Amen. Stop waiting for it. Start walking in it. Whatever you are going through, there is a greater peace. There is a path. It is the presence of Christ that enables you to walk in it. When you are conscious of the presence of God more than your problems, when you are conscious of Jesus more than anything else, you will walk in it. You will walk over it. Hallelujah. He will meet you in it. You will walk in a path. You will still find a path. Every obstruction they will put. Hallelujah. You walk over it. God of peace will soon crush the devil under my feet. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm on it. How to have this peace. How to have this peace? Look to Jesus, number one. He's the author of this peace. When you see Christ, He's the author of this peace. If you've never known the Lord, when you receive Jesus Christ, the first thing that He tells you is to have peace with God. Romans 5, 1 says, Since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God. The first step is to make a relationship with the Prince of Peace. Make Him the only Lord and the Savior of your life. Surrender your life unconditionally to Him and say, Lord, I want the Prince of Peace to lead my life. Make every decision, make every choice of my life from this day onwards because He's the Prince of Peace. He cannot make a mistake. Even if there are obstructions, I am conscious of Him. I can walk over it. I have confidence in your relationship with Jesus. I have confidence to boldly Tell the world that Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior. Oh, come on somebody. I feel joy flowing out of you. Confidence and boldness flowing out of you tonight. When you look to Jesus, you'll become like Him. Change from glory to glory. That's why I'm presenting Jesus to you. Because when you look to Jesus, you'll become fearless like Him. You will become peaceful like Him. You'll become joyful like Him. You'll become loving like Him. You'll become radiant like Him. You will have a miraculous life like Him. Just as He is, so are we in this world. Just as he is before the Father, he's not unashamed. He's not ashamed. He's not fearful. He's not scared of the devil. He's not afraid of giants. He's not afraid of bad report. Just as he is, so are we. All those who know Jesus. Come on somebody tonight. Hallelujah. Christ in me. The hope of glory. Hallelujah. Look to this Jesus. Make him the only Lord and the Savior of your life. Number two, in weakness, 
in deep weakness on the cross, he found peace and became the Prince of Peace. The greatest enablement comes in your greatest weak moments of your life. When you feel the weakest, not in the place where you're trying to show and prove people how strong are you, but when there is nobody to show any more strength, where you have come to that place where Lord, when you come to that kind of a place, when there is nobody to prove, there's no grudge, there is no place, no ego, in your weakest place, Christ's peace is revealed. Hallelujah. You come to that place tonight, church. We don't have anybody to prove it. When we're only conscious and conscious of this loving God. And when He knows that your only hope is in you, that there is nobody to speak for you, uplift you, stand with you other than Him, He will stand with you. He will defend you. He will protect you. He will come with you. Hallelujah. Number three, don't think that you have to be perfect before you experience His peace. He has already done what needs to be done on the cross. Christianity is not for the perfect people. When you receive Jesus, he makes you perfect. This is an imperfect church, an imperfect pastor, which has got an imperfect family, perfect kids. Anybody perfect here, I want to bow before you and I want to kneel before you and ask to pray over me. So we are living in imperfect. Nobody can throw a stone at somebody. Let him who does not have sin throw the first stone. There's nobody in perfect. We are all imperfect. That's why we have to look at the perfect Savior. The perfect cross. It is not the absence of problem. Or absence of certain people, certain place. It is the presence and the consciousness of the presence of the loving Savior. Somebody said, listen to me. He traveled all the beautiful parts of the world, stayed in the beautiful resorts, most beautiful vacations that anybody has ever can have, but no peace. But then he said he had perfect peace when his dad took his final breath. The most inseparable person in his life died in front of his life. And to experience Christ's peace, perfect peace, that is what peace is all about. You have to lose your pride and acknowledge Him and everything to experience such a peace. It is the presence of Christ that it enables you to walk in it. Amen. What is your place of greatest weakness? That is a place of your greatest grace. So I say this and finish. This day is born to you, the greatest Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's close our eyes in prayer. Amen. I don't have time, but if you have this peace, the Bible says, 
you will preach this peace the bible is the gospel of peace i preached the bible i stepped out for the lord at the age of 17 and started preaching this bible because i knew that i can give peace through this word number 2 the bible says you will become a peacemaker when you have this peace there's a revival peace you have the power to calm every storm where the entrance of your presence will calm the storm because the greater the peace the peace the prince of peace is in me i can tell you tonight you might be going through the greatest storm i stamp over that storm tonight in the name of jesus christ of nazareth that's living in me alive in me tonight people who have peace will always have a beautiful language not a language i've always noticed in my life you will become stressful angry offending judging when you do lose your peace people of peace will have the language of love you are a peacemaker not a peace breaker look at somebody and say peacemaker be peacemaker number 3 you will be a unity keeper in ephesians 4 3 can somebody read it ephesians 4 3 because a powerful word we have to read that ephesians chapter 4 and verse 3 you are a unity keeper when you have this peace endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace in church in life in family we will endeavor for what to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace we will never say or do something that will take peace from our church from our lives from relationship we'll always endeavor to keep the unity of peace and number 4 when you have this peace isaiah 54:13 says great shall be the peace of your children for they shall be taught by the lord it is generational if you have peace it will flow to your children it will flow to your next generation all your children shall be taught by the lord and great shall be your peace thank you jesus i declare that over your spiritual children over our natural children our children shall be taught by the lord and great shall be their peace in jesus name amen 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 let's close our eyes in prayer tonight hallelujah let's ask the lord hallelujah to fill us hallelujah let's let's just close our eyes tonight